The true spirit of the gospel. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in our study in the book of Philippians. Today we're starting into chapter 2, and we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 4. But as we prepare to study, let's spend some time with the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. Um, Father, slow us down. Quiet our hearts so that we might hear from your word what you have for us today. Uh, Your word, we believe, exposes our hearts for what they really are. And we need the lessons that your word reveals. We need to see ourselves rightly through the lens of your word uh, so that we might understand and accept and own our very great need before you. Father, we are imperfect, and uh, we are not what we should be. And so we ask you, O oh God, uh, just to speak your word to life within us today. Uh, grow us to be more like Jesus, and continue your powerful work of transformation in our hearts, we pray. In Jesus' strong name, amen. This is Ephesians 2, 1-4. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ... If any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Uh, Paul sets the stage for the picture that he will be painting about uh, Jesus' humility. And he's talking about the true spirit of the gospel here in verses 1 through 4. He talks about the encouragement we have from our union with Christ. And our union with Christ should give us great encouragement. Um, If we're united with him in heart and mind and spirit, then it should be of great encouragement uh, to us. Uh, That union is a precious gift. It means that we are empowered with all that Jesus has for us, and his spirit is continually at work uh, transforming us to make us more like Jesus. So uh, he goes on and says, if you have any encouragement from your union with Christ, any comfort from his love, Have you ever been comforted by the love of Jesus? Have you ever been held in the embrace of his love in the midst of some storm or trial that you're facing and you just weep your soul out before him and you come out on the other side feeling comforted and loved and safe and secure when the chaos of the moment should rule your heart and you don't know why? (laughs) It's because the The Lord has calmed the waters and given you peace and comfort and confidence in the face of the trial. If any common sharing in the Spirit, uh, we're constantly sharing in the Spirit with one another. With your close friends in faith, you share some encouragement from the Word or you share something that's on your heart for them or they do uh, with you. And that is that common sharing in the Spirit. If any, tenderness and compassion. Oh, that tenderness and compassion would define our relationships with one another. Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. 
Um, that's Paul's hope for uh, the believers, that they would be uh, like-minded, uh, having the same love, expressing that same spirit of love and fellowship with one another, being in one spirit and in one mind, having uh, sharing the mind of the Lord and the, and the spirit of the Lord in all that they do. Um, he says, be careful to do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. That is a uh, high challenge for human beings. Uh, it's very infrequent that we operate uh, in those kinds of ways. He says, rather in humility, value others above yourselves. Now, that's a positional thing. God helps us see that our needs, our wants, our desires need to take a backseat. And the spirit of Christ within us begins to make us other-focused, other-centered. And uh, we begin to care about the needs of others. We begin to see our role here as being a minister of God's love and grace to other people. Um, and Paul says, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. That is a positional thing. We begin to say, uh, Jesus first, me second. <laughs> And the priorities and purposes of the kingdom go ahead of my own priorities and purposes. And so that really is the true spirit and, and uh, nature of the gospel, uh, to put others first. That's at, at the heart of what Jesus did for us. Uh, he took on our wrath and punishment uh, so that we might enjoy fellowship with God. And we too should put our uh, own wants and desires aside for the sake of God's kingdom purposes. All right, my friends, I'm challenged by these words today and encouraged by them, and I hope you are too. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to study with us, and I pray that God would continue to speak into your heart through his word today. God bless.